Hey everyone, hope you're having a wonderful Saturday and restful Saturday at that. We have a podcast to talk about today, so let's just get right to it. Today's podcast is called Let's Know Things, and the idea of it is that um, the host Colin Wright will take an article in the news that week, um, and sometimes it'll be topical, usually it won't be topical, it'll just be a random article pulled from the news, and he will uh, pull it apart and talk about um, the, the article itself and then the broader topics that it's talking about. So for example, a couple of the episodes so far have been about, like the last episode was about influence marketing. Um, and the week before, it was about um, Uber and their their strategy to how their entire business runs. So, I mean, it's kind of all over the place. And it's a really interesting show because you get to explore so many different things uh, within the same idea of taking an article and just expanding it and totally blowing it up and seeing all the parts within it. Um, so a little bit of background on Callan Wright. He is an author, um, he's a speaker, um, and he travels full-time and just speaks on the road as well as writing books and novels. Um, He also has a YouTube series, and in addition to the podcast, he has a newsletter that goes with it um, that just gives some of the articles that he's found in the news for the past week. And uh, so, yeah, he does a lot of stuff, um, and he's a busy guy, and I got to talk with him as well. So an interview will be coming up later, but for now, we're going to be giving you some clips um, from the podcast, and this will be coming from um, his episode about Uber um, and about grayballing. So here is Colin. You are listening to Let's Know Things. I'm Colin Wright. Let's Know Things is a listener-supported show. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, consider stopping by letsknowthings.com. So the article I'm going to unspool today comes from vox.com, and it's entitled, Uber Has a Secret Program to Foil Law Enforcement. So apparently... Potential Uber riders, people who have the app and an account on the service, who were suspected of being law enforcement or other city officials, would be blacklisted by the app so that when they logged in to the Uber app, they would be shown a fake map with fake cars on it and their rides would be canceled soon after they booked them. So they could use the app and they could book a car through it, but everything that would be taking place within that app would be a fake version of how everyone else's app operates. And this feature, by the way, was internally referred to as grayballing. And grayballing was implemented in an effort to prevent law enforcement officials from booking Uber cars and then pressing charges against the drivers since that was very often law enforcement's only option in places where Uber was against the law or on the fringe of being against the law. Uber was careful to never call itself a taxi or a cab service and therefore could not be easily targeted by the taxi industry regulations that were being enforced, while the drivers, on the other hand, could. And so the app allowed law enforcement a very easy way of pulling in drivers and then pressing charges against them, while Uber the company remained separate from that and above a lot of the charges that would otherwise be pressed. 
This is just an example of how the show works. So as you heard, Colin will take an article um, and just completely expand upon it and explore it. So in this case, um, we're exploring Uber and their strategy and how they avoid a lot of the laws that take place um, in the taxi industry and how they avoid all that. Um, so here is a little bit more from that clip talking about Uber. This positioning as not a taxi company has proven to be a huge competitive advantage for Uber and it has allowed them to portray themselves as an app that helps drivers provide a car service rather than as a business that hires drivers to fulfill that service. That framing allows them to pay drivers as freelancers and not as employees, which is another face of the mountain of legal challenges under which the company is currently being buried in many places around the world. Now, from the Vox article, quoting Uber's statement on the subject of grayballing after they were caught, quote, This program denies ride requests to users who are violating our terms of service, whether that's people aiming to physically harm drivers, competitors looking to disrupt our operations, or opponents who collude with officials on secret stings meant to entrap drivers, end quote. And again, from the Vox article, quote, Enforcement officials involved in large-scale sting operations to catch Uber drivers also sometimes bought dozens of cell phones to create different accounts. To circumvent that tactic, Uber employees went to that city's local electronics stores to look up device numbers, of the cheapest mobile phones on sale, which were often the ones bought by city officials whose budgets were not sizable, end quote. So all this looks pretty bad for Uber. There's no way around that, really. There you have it. That's how Uber gets away with a lot of the business that it does um, by being a app that provides drivers their riders rather than being a total explicitly taxi company. And that's how they bypass a lot of the laws that take place in the taxi industry. So I mean I never would have known that before hearing this at least. And and then later in the there you have it. Now you know why Uber is technically not a taxi company and how their entire business kind of works. And I don't think I would have known that without listening to this podcast. And then later on, he'll explain a little bit more about Uber itself, go in depth on um, their, their business strategies and um, their history as well, and some of the controversy that they've been running into in the past couple of months. So, I mean, th this, this is just a great example of how Colin's show works, and it works really well, in my opinion. Um, and I love the way he just talks about a random article and will expand upon it and draw these comparisons to a bunch of different broader topics that you may have never guessed before. Um, so yeah, I, like I said, I got to speak with Colin about doing the podcast and about everything else that he does, including changing his location of where he lives every four months. Like, no joke, he will give a poll to his readers and his readers will vote on where he lives for every four months. It's crazy. So I got to speak with him about this. Um, here he is, Colin Wright. Okay, I'm Colin Wright. I run a podcast called Let's Know Things, but for a living, I am an author of nonfiction and fiction. And typically I travel for a living. I, I move to a new country every four months based on the votes of my readers. And I run a blog called Exile Lifestyle. Wow. So before we jump into the podcast, can you explain this idea of 
moving every four months? How was that? <laughs> uh, back in 2009, I found myself running a branding studio out in Los Angeles, and, and things were going quite well in terms of professional prestige and in terms of income and success by those metrics. But I, I realized as soon as I took a step back that I was headed in a direction I didn't want to go. And the things that I told myself were important were not things that I was focusing on. Okay. And I and I'd always wanted to travel and I'd never left the country. So I decided it was time to do that. I didn't know where to go. So I asked my readers of my blog where I should go. And that worked well enough that I've been doing it for seven years now. So where are you located right now? I am in the exotic land of Wichita, Kansas. <laughs> and so do your do the votes come through like a poll? Is that is that the way it's set up? Yeah, yeah. I set up a little survey, a little poll with a drop down menu with every country in the world on it up on my blog. Okay. That's a super interesting idea. I've never heard of anything like that. <laughs> well, it fits really well for for what I hope to get out of life and, and the types of things that I value. Awesome. So um, as a author, you write things about travel, right? And besides nonfiction and just regular fiction. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some kind of essay collections that are more broad and more about things like uh, practical philosophy, I guess you could say, in a really broad term. Mm -hmm. But then there's also travel stories and like how to travel type of things in addition to the uh, to the general fiction. Okay, so you've been doing that. Um, where did the idea first start for Let's Know Things? It started out as a newsletter, actually. Uh, the The concept was being able to discuss what was happening in the news to add context to it, which is something that I used to do professionally for uh, newspapers back when I was in high school and college and then a little bit after that as well, uh, news analysis pieces. And it, it expanded into a different format. It did okay as a newsletter, but then I decided maybe this podcast format thing will actually work to reach a slightly broader audience, but it's also a format in which people will sit down and listen to you talk about something for an hour and not get annoyed by you. Can you explain some of the episodes you've done so far? Uh, yeah, let's see. The, the last one that I did was on influence marketing, which is essentially kind of like product placement mixed with like celebrity testimonials, but on a much more niche and focused level mm -hmm. where people are promoting weight loss teas and watches on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, I did another one really early on about uh, China and the concept of contextualism and putting things into context. Uh, I've done a whole lot on like autonomous cars and on narrow and hard AI. It's really kind of all over the map. I, I find okay. an article for each episode and then extrapolate as much as I can on that so that people understand why it's important and what's going on beyond what's usually covered within the news. And the topics covered aren't always like, they're not always topical, right? They could just be um, this, this article written in the news that, that isn't really about Trump or anything like that. Typically, that's the idea is to take something where it maybe it says it's an article about Trump, but really it references a whole bunch of things that people wouldn't necessarily have any reason to understand why those things are important. So the concept of the podcast is to, to get really deep into the weeds on those things and say, well, you know, here's why an understanding of uh, the history of Russia, you know, before the Bolsheviks is actually important and relevant to what's happening today. Mm, okay. So can you can you pinpoint a few episodes that really stuck out to you uh, more than others? Or has it been pretty much every episode that really just um, is important? 
each and every one is important to me <laughs> in, right. in that like I the way that I determine what to talk about is whatever I'm like really interested in and excited about that week because uh, it's a weekly show and then I can just kind of geek out on something for a week and put something together mm. into what I think is a, a compelling storyline essentially um, but I, I actually really like being able to to go off in crazy directions I did one in February called pugs that was essentially it was, it was predicated on this uh, this news article on the BBC I think about how veterinarians in the UK are telling people not to buy pugs because they are essentially a species of dog or a, a, a subspecies a breed of dog that has been developed and they suffer their entire lives because of the shape of their face mm, and the, okay. the way their body is set up and so being able to take that off on a tangent into the ethics of geo of bioengineering and the ethics of breeding and the ethics of creating creatures that are uh, meant to fit in with human society, getting to to go off in those crazy directions that most people would never have any reason to think about. That type of episode really is really really satisfying to me. Right, I understand. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, is there any social media or websites you want to shout out? Have people go check out? Yeah, well, letsknowthings.com is the, the site with all the copious show notes for the podcast. And then my uh, author page is colin.io, and the blog is xllifestyle.com. Um, at Colin is my name is where I'm at on pretty much all the social networks. So that was Colin Wright coming on. That was Colin coming on and talking to me about the show, all of the things that he does for a living. He was just really, really cool dude to talk to. Um, he does a lot of stuff, and it was just really cool to hear how he manages it all and how he travels for a living like that, especially moving every four months. I can never imagine just picking up my life and taking it to a new area chosen by random strangers for every four months. But it's a cool way to live. I, I would think it'd be, it'd be fun and interesting. And knowing that you don't know where you're going to be living a year later is probably a crazy feeling, I would imagine. Anyways, though, thank you so much, Colin, for coming on and talking with me. If you're listening, um, it was really cool to talk to you. If you want to go check out more of Colin, make sure you hit up um, letsknowthings.com or colin.io is where you'll find most of his work. And then he also runs a blog at exilelifestyle.com. So you can go check him out anywhere over there. He also has a Twitter. It's just at Colin is my name, and then I think that's all of his social media, like he said. So make sure you follow him and look into him because he has some awesome content, and uh, I really just recommend it. That'll do it for today's edition of Podcast of the Day. Make sure you let me know what you thought by using that call-in feature right here on Anchor. All you have to do is press it, record what you have to say, whether it be about today's show or about any podcasts that you've been listening to lately. I'm always open to having a conversation about whatever, and you might get your call-in published on the station as well. You can also get in contact with me on Twitter. You can find our brand new podcast of the day Twitter at POTD Anchor. That's just at POTD Anchor. And then from there, you can tweet at me. Do whatever you do on the Twitter sphere. Other than that, though, that'll do it. Um, I hope you enjoyed it again. And I will catch you right back here tomorrow. Have a good one. Did you, um, back in the day, back in, back in high school, um, is this what you imagined yourself growing up to be? Or did you have any <laughs> sort of mindset as to maybe wanting to do this one day? No, I, I mean, I, I didn't know what any of this was. I, I never saw myself as a writer either. I, I saw myself as a reader of books, not a writer of books. Okay. Uh,
I thought I'd be a comic book artist at one point. I thought that I would be uh, a mathematician. And then I got into journalism and painting as like my dual focuses near the end of high school and into the beginning of college, which then segued into design. So it's been a, a very circuitous meandering route to get to where I am today. <laughs> and I don't think, yeah, there's, I don't think there's really much ever of a straight, narrow road. It's more so uh, meandering like you had mentioned. Yeah, yeah. If you allow it to be, at least. that That's where the fun is, if you allow it to be. Right. 